Hello, friends, kingdom builders, kingdom connectors, and everyone who is about the Father's business. Welcome to the ministry of Apostle Kenneth Fletcher and the Mind of Conception podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast to help us connect with the body of Christ and contribute to the growth and success of the kingdom of God. So let's join the teaching of the word right now. Amen. Well, praise God. Again, we thank God for all of you that have gotten on tonight. Of course, everybody back there in the uh, Youngstown, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, uh, different places. Again, of course, all here, all around Texas, all in the local area as well. And so, uh, again, we thank God for each and every one of you. And so tonight I want to encourage you again uh, to, like I said, invite a friend, text somebody that may have never gotten on or whatever. Let them know that they don't want to miss what God is saying. Uh, to his people tonight. Again, uh, one of the greatest things that we have to realize is that I want you to understand something, folks, is that Jesus did not die for any, for nothing, right? What he died for was to bring us into the family of God and give us, as we said before, an inheritance in the kingdom of God. And part of our inheritance is that we might walk in the freedom that he actually purchased for us on the cross of Calvary, right? And so we want to just deal with a few things tonight uh, just to to be an encouragement. Again, uh, we thank God for great service on Sunday uh, at the Lighthouse dealing with deliverance and whatever have you. Uh, Wonderful time in the Lord. And I really do pray that some of those could get on here as well tonight uh, because, uh, folks, one is one thing Uh, to receive deliverance and that we need to do that. In fact, the gospel is all about that. So uh, the gospel is about deliverance. Watch what I'm saying. And so if you'll go with me quickly, we're going to just go through a few scriptures, not a whole lot. But if you go with me quickly to the book of Luke, the gospel of Luke, chapter number four, and uh, we'll start right there. And we're going to see what Jesus said this. Jesus said in the gospel of Luke that the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That's Luke chapter four and verse number 16, right? The spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to preach the gospel uh, to the poor. Uh, Verse number 18, I'm sorry. And the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Watch this. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind. Watch this. To set at liberty them that are bruised and to proclaim or preach the acceptable year of the Lord. So again, part of the mission of the gospel is again, the preaching of the gospel to heal, come on, to deliver, come on now, to recover, glory to God, and to proclaim the year of God's favor. And that's what the acceptable year of the Lord is, a time of God's favor. So the anointing comes for you and I to proclaim good news to the poor, right? The gospel. Again, that in other words, if you'll say it this way, 
that your status is now going to change. What you were before as not being one of God's children is changing because now you have become one of God's children. So that's what the gospel is all about. So the anointing comes to give us the ability to proclaim the good news to the poor. So it, it gives us that ability to proclaim the good news. Your status is changing. You were poor, but now let the poor say, I am rich. You were weak, but now let the weak say, I am strong. That's what the gospel comes to do. It comes to declare the good news about becoming a part of the kingdom of God. So Jesus said, it is the spirit of the Lord that has come upon me, that has anointed me to proclaim the gospel, the good news, and to bring healing, to bring deliverance, and to set free them that have been oppressed and bruised by the enemy. All right, so we're going to slow walk this thing because I want you to get this. Because now watch this now. So if I'm going to, if that is the gospel, that's where my expectations should be. My expectation should be that the anointing comes to bring deliverance. The anointing comes to bring healing. The anointing also comes to bring prosperity. It comes to change your status. You are no longer under the jurisdiction of the enemy, but you have been translated out of darkness and into the kingdom of God's dear son. So now what I want to say is because now here's where something I, I, I've been praying about because I said, God, I thank you for all the things that you're doing with all the people of God, how you're revealing yourself, you're bringing forth deliverance, you're bringing forth the power of God, you're bringing forth the anointing, all of these things are happening. And so now one of the things we are going to need is the wisdom and the counsel of God to maintain what we have obtained. What do I mean by that? I've seen it over these 30 plus years too many times that the people of God will go to any kind of service, go come on any kind of Bible study, anything like that. And man, they are victorious. They are full of fire for that moment. They're full of zeal. But folks, that victory has to be maintained. And there are certain things that you and I, first of all, have to recognize that the enemy comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. So I want to take my time here with this because I want to share with you. And like I said, for you that were with us on Sunday, I would encourage you to try to get those folks to get on here real quick tonight because they're going to have to understand something because listen, we're going to read some verses. So again, Galatians 5 and 1 tells us this. He says, stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. So you have to maintain, right? Whenever God blesses me, whenever God, uh, you know, whatever he does, when he does something in your life, now you have to maintain what you have obtained. I've seen it too many times when people get free, they get blessed, God gives them a breakthrough, God does something in their life, and right away, the enemy comes to sow a seed or to steal, kill, and destroy, and they end up going right back into the same predicament that God just got them out of. Folks, you don't have to do that. 
Once God sets you free, you can continue to progress and elevate in that freedom. But he tells us right now that you and I are going to have to stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. So how do you do that? Let's get real simple. Because many of you know I love to try to, I call it treaching, you know, teaching, preaching at the same time, treaching. Because too many people hear preaching and they have no foundation for what they are hearing. They don't know what to, what to do with this. So he says, stand fast in the liberty. That means having done all to stand, I have to stand. In other words, there has to be a concrete foundation, a foundation of understanding that, again, brings forth transformation in my life. Not just I get excited, I feel the fire, I feel the glory, and I get delivered, and now I'm, I'm jumping up and down. That's wonderful. Don't misunderstand me. That's very wonderful. But I'm telling you, the enemy is going to come back to test and see what has actually taken place in your life. And there's, I'm gonna go, I'm, we're gonna go to scriptures for that. I'm not just saying that because that sounds cliche, but the Bible tells us real plainly in Matthew 12 that when an unclean spirit goes out of a place, I wanna, I wanna read that. I just don't wanna quote it because I don't wanna misquote it. It's good to see my good friend, Apostle Percy on there with us tonight, uh, as well as many others. Now watch this. He says very plainly in Matthew 12 that when an unclean spirit, come on somebody, goes out of a man or, or a woman, whatever, and he, 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 he walks about in dry places, glory to God. Let's see what he says. Let me just read it exactly from the scripture. Watch what he says here. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none. Then he said, now this, this, this got me, this got me. I will return unto my house from whence I came out. And when he is come, come on, when he is come, he findeth it, watch this now. He findeth empty, swept, and garnished. Now this is important, folks, because I've seen a lot of great victories on Sunday. I'm telling you, it was wonderful. It's beautiful. It was awesome. It was great. But be assured that when Jesus is teaching us something, he's not teaching us to just tickle our ears. He's letting you know that when an unclean spirit goes out, right, it's cast out, whatever it is, it's going to go through dry places. It's going to try to find rest, can't find no rest. And what is it going to do? is going to come back to the place that it left. And he says, now watch this. And when he find, he find it empty, swept, and garnished. And this is what I, as I was praying about everything that was going on, and I was asking God, what do you want me to share tonight? He says, this is the problem, too much of the problem with the people of God. They get a breakthrough. They get a blessing. Uh, they hear a word, whatever have you. That word does a lot of stuff in it, in them and through them. You know, it does a lot of stuff in them, but then they never fill the house or they're never filled with the fullness of God, right? They're only, they're, it, it only tickled their ears, if you will, and it got them emotionally excited. I mean, they got stirred up. I mean, man, they were feeling good. 
But folks, that's only the that's only a small part of this victory because once the word comes to bring healing, to bring deliverance, to bring uh, setting everything in order, now you have to be filled with all the fullness of God. I was in prayer and I was right. God, I wrote this down. He says, "Fill your house with God." Right? You have to fill every corner, fill every crevice. Fill every closet, if you will. You have to fill your house with God. Somebody might say, well, how do you do that? Well, that first of all, that means I can't allow anything to remain in my thought process that did not originate with the spirit or the word of God. I don't care what it is. I don't care who told you it. I don't care who, what, how educated the person may be that gave you this information. If it did not originate through the word or the spirit of God, you don't want to let it in your house. When I'm talking about house, I'm talking about your spiritual house, your life, your thinking, your understanding. You don't want to let it in at all. Okay. But why? Because watch what he says real quickly. One more time. He comes back to the house. I'm talking about an unclean spirit, right? What, what don't matter what it is, whether it's lust, whether it's fear, whether it's unbelief, whether some kind of, whatever it is. He said, but when it goes out, it's going to come back around to see if there's anything in the house that he just left. So watch what happens. And some of you can hear this. And many of you, especially, and again, Pastor Shirley, it's good to see you as well. Uh, uh, as many of you that are pastoring and ministering, you see this with people. They get a breakthrough on once on Sunday. And by Friday, they back in bondage. And, you, and you're like, why do you keep come, coming every week to get delivered every single week? I got delivered last week, and I'm back for deliverance again this week. I got delivered again, then I'm back delivered. I need more deliverance. I got delivered again, then I got... So, folks, at some point, we have to learn how to stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. So, so I have to... Glory to God. Let me slow down. So I have to get to a place where I'm filling my thought life with God. That starts by denying, first of all, denying the, the, the pressure that the world tries to put on you, right? Hear what I'm saying. Listen, let God be true and every man be a liar. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So he findeth it empty, swept, and I had to look that word up because you know, you know, garnished. It actually means it. It means it's put in order. So God put everything in order, and the enemy is going to come back to see if there's anything occupying the house, folks. So if there's nothing occupying the house, let's see what Jesus. Now this is Jesus talking. It's in the red. So when you get breakthrough, when you get delivers, when God takes you to another level, maintain that position. Don't go backwards. Don't start listening to folks and being around uh, uh, evil communication. Even evil communication corrupts good manners. Listen, you, you, you listen. You gotta make. You gotta. You gotta guard your heart and your mind. Glory to God. Amen. And sometimes that's even around. Uh, 
other folks that claim to be believers. And I know they're going to talk about you. That's fine because they talk about me the same way, but that's fine. But I'm I, listen, if you are a believer, but you're full of doubt, fear, and unbelief, if I can't persuade you to change that, then I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time with you because I don't want that negative spirit getting into my spirit. Come on, it's just the real talk. See, watch this. Even in the book of Nehemiah, they said, listen, if you are fearful, when we get ready to go out to war, if you are fearful, then just don't go because you're going to cause other people that catch your fear and glory to God, you're going to mess up the whole army, right? So let, let, me, let, me, let me not go too fast here. I'm trying to slow down. Watch what he said in, in, in Matthew 12 and 45. So when an unclean spirit goes out of a place, he goes in dry places. He's finding somewhere to come and rest. He can't find that. Then he goes back to that house. Then goeth he, in verse 45, then goeth he and taketh with him what? Seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter into and dwell there and the last state of that man is worse than the first. Glory to God. Even so it shall be with this wicked generation. What am I saying? See, when you come to God, when you and I come to God and we get a breakthrough, we get a deliverance, we get a uh, whatever, whatever you want to call it, right? Now that's the time to begin to focus on filling your house with all the fullness of God, Right? You, when you're in the presence of God, you got to make a commitment of transformation, right? a commitment of discipleship. Because don't think just because you got a breakthrough, the devil's going to say, oh, well, I guess they're gone. I guess I, I guess I just lost that one. No, he's coming back to see, okay, yeah, you got blessed on Sunday. Yeah, you felt the fire. You felt the electricity. Come on. You felt the glory. You felt the Shekinah, you know, all of that stuff. You, man, you know you was walking in freedom. That's wonderful. But guess what? Guess what? The enemy is coming right back to see if you put anything in your house. Glory to God. And if you don't, the Bible says it very plainly that he's going to get seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they're going to come and try to dwell in that house. So what am I saying? Myself and Evangelist Angie talk about this a lot. Thank God for deliverance. Thank God for deliverance ministries. But once you get that deliverance, you have to crucify the flesh and get out of your emotions and get out of your human desires and make sure that God is all in all. When, when you have that, listen, Glory to God. Slow down, preacher. What I've seen people do is God gives them a breakthrough. And man, they're feeling good. Boy, they're, they're moving on with God. And then they begin to move right close back to where they came out of. See, don't try to go and deliver somebody out of something that you yourself have just come out of. You got to wait until the desire of that thing is gone. Right. You know, whatever it is, I don't care what it is. If you was a weed smoker, glory to God, and God delivered you. I'm just using something as an example. Now, don't go out. Amen. Glory to God. Talking about you're going to get all these folks off of weed and you just got off weed last week. Come on. You got to fill your house. Amen. 
to where the desire is not even there anymore. Because if you're not if you're not at that point, folks, let me tell you something. I mean this with all sincerity. The enemy is going to pull you right back. So Galatians, write it down. You can read it, let him meditate on it. Galatians 5 and 1. Stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. He's telling you right there. Leave it alone. Don't touch it. Don't even go near her house. Go the other way. Glory to God. Don't go near his house. Glory to God. Let them tell you name. Let them call you uppity. Let them call you whatever they want to call you. But you understand that evil communication corrupts good men. And now watch this. After you are converted, glory to God, after you are completely delivered, after you have no more longing or desire for that, once you are converted, then you can go back and strengthen your brother. But until you yourself are completely delivered from that thing, totally, in other words, not only do you, not only did you get deliverance, but now it disgusts you. Glory to God. It, it, it's like vomit in your mouth. Now you can go back and deliver somebody else. Not when you're still halfway struggling with it yourself. I know I'm talking to somebody tonight. Glory to God. So, glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, so you say, well, preacher, how do we do that? Because I've seen it, Sister Evangelist Angie, year after year after year after year after year. I mean, folks come every other week to get delivered. I mean, they, I mean, they get, wait a minute now. Is not the power of God enough? It is enough. The problem is our flesh many a times, and I know people don't like to hear this kind of preaching, but many times our flesh is too alive and we still have an affinity for those things that God delivered us out of. We have not yet got to a place where we love righteousness and we actually hate iniquity. Right. Because when, listen, when you get delivered from something, and you know, God delivered you when you hate that thing. I'm talking about you hate the sin. You 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 despise the reality of what it is. Beloved, you're not going back to it. <laughs> I mean, you get ready to stand fast in the liberty. You get ready to fight the good fight of faith. You're not going to be messing around with it, playing around with it. And just like, again, many of you know the scriptures, and that's exactly what Samson did. You know, he played around with the enemy, right? Uh, he starts saying, well, if you tie my hair in the locks, that's what'll make me weak. He was playing games with Delilah. Come on, somebody. Y'all know what I'm talking about. He's playing games with Delilah. He, you know, she said, well, where's your great strength? Well, then he, he kept getting closer and closer. He, first of all, he said, well, just tie me up with some new ropes. And that wasn't it. But then he started talking about weaving his hair in several locks. He's getting closer and closer to the source of his strength. Glory to God. And then finally, as she kept, that's how the enemy works, folks. That's why folks can't maintain their deliverance many times. And so finally, he kept, she kept nibbling at him and nibbling at him and nibbling at him to the point he was like, I am just sick and tired of this. He said, listen, no razor has ever hit my head and never come on my head. And I've been a Nazarite since my youth. So she, what does she do? And you know the story. I'm not, I'm not preaching the whole thing. But you know, what does she do? She, she lulls him to sleep. The Bible said that he laid his head in her lap. Glory to God. And she called for a barber and cut Samson's hair. Glory to God. 
what does she do? She says, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. Now, he, God gave him deliverance over and over again, but he kept playing too close to the vest with the enemy. What am I saying? I'm saying the same thing with many of us as people of God. When God sets you free from something, you got to maintain your freedom, right? If, and listen, let me, let's, just, let's just be real about this here tonight. Everybody's weakness is not the same. You may have a weakness that I don't have. I may have a weakness that you don't have. I have to recognize what where my weakness is at, and I can't even play with it. Come on now, can't can't don't 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 even play with it. And listen, that doesn't make uh, uh, hear me. It doesn't make you any worse than me, or me any worse than you, or anything like that. But the reality is, if that's your weakness, whatever it is then don't be like Samson and just playing with it, you know, hanging around it. Listen, you know, they invite you to the party and you know they're going to have all the, amen, bless God, glory to God, the crown royal and crown and coke. And, you know, they're going to just have all the weed there and stuff. Well, you tell them, look here, I'll just come, I'll ride through and say hi, but I'm going to keep on going. See, don't play around with it. I'm just saying, I'm using it as an example. And And everybody's situation is different. You know, I could tell you story after story, but we're not going to do that tonight. You know, if you have a problem with with, with women or whatever as a man, and you know, don't talk about you going to go over to sister's house to pray for her. Glory to God, 11 o'clock at night. Man, you are about to get in a mess. I I mean, I could tell you a lot of stories. I'm telling you things that I've experienced and stuff that I know. Glory to God through these years of ministry. See, you you, you putting yourself in that position. You're being like Samson. You're too close to the problem that's going to try to bring you back into bondage. Folks, you got to get, let's, let's just get real about this. And again, one more time, your issue may not be my issue. Somebody may not have an issue with that at all. But if you know what your issue is, then don't play with the enemy. Like I say all the time, you can't rebuke the devil if you playing with his toys. Glory to God. He says, we're friends. You can't rebuke me. You can't cast me out. We're friends. Glory to God. But when you've shut the door on the enemy, then you can get rid of him, right? I'm not not talking about just for one one Sunday. I'm talking about you can get rid of him for good. Glory to God. So quickly, as we move on, as we're almost out of time here, Proverbs chapter number, glory to God, I wrote it down, chapter number 24. So you say, well, let's get practical. How do I do that? And, And many of you, Thank God for you tonight. Many of you are doing it right now by by staying in the word of God, right? Getting good teaching, getting good fellowship with people that are in pursuit of God, right? But now this is only a part of it. There has to be a personal press for yourself as an individual, that says, I want to walk in the freedom that Christ paid for me on the cross. It kind of goes like this when we talk about the, the disciples' prayer or the prayer, the model prayer. He said, lead us not into temptation. Come on. But do what? Deliver us from evil. Glory to God. So that, that has to be a personal thing, right? Because glory to God. Amen. Proverbs 24. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, I, I'm not going to hold you long. Glory to God. Proverbs 24. So we, 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 we read Luke 4, 18 and 19. 
We, we, we quoted Galatians 5 and 1. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. And now we're going to, uh, we talked about Samson. So this, you say, well, what do I do? You can go back and look at these things and look at the story, right? See what happened with Samson. Man, he kept playing with that thing and just, just toying with it and just being around it. And, and pretty soon it got him. Glory to God. You see, that's, that's how the enemy is with all of us, folks. And you got to listen. Can I help you? Be, be real with, number one, yourself. And be real with God. Because God already knows. You know no man is tempted by God. But every man is tempted when he's drawn away by what? His own lust and enticed. So you have to check your own self and say, well, you know what? This is one of my issues right here. You know, whatever it is, you know, everybody's different, but you, you understand you can be enticed by that thing and everybody's different. Some people don't have no problem at all, uh, you know, uh, with, 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 with sexual morality. Let's just use that. Some folks that ain't even an issue with them. Some folks have no issue with, with alcohol. They just, that ain't even a thing. Right. Some folks will have no issue. Uh, amen. Uh, again, with uh, uh, partying and, and 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 you know all of that stuff like, you know, going out and having wild parties. You, some people have no issue with that. But other people do. So if you know what your issue is, don't even hang around it. Don't even get around it. Come on now. Can you, are you all hear what I'm saying? I'm trying to help somebody because I, I know I'm talking about a spirit because God gave me this thing tonight. Don't hang around it. You tell them, listen. I'm going in another direction. And I'm telling you, let me just give you real counsel, folks. They're going to talk about you. They're going to they're gonna try to tell you that you, oh, you think you're better than us now. And oh, you, oh, holier thou, holier than thou. Let them talk. Glory to God. Because once you get delivered and once you get set free, now you are carrying an anointing to break the yoke that's on their life. Glory to God. So let me let me give you this. Let me give you this last thing here. You say, well, well, how do we do this? He says, stand fast. Stand fast in that liberty. Well, I gotta, I gotta fill my house. So what do I need to fill my house with? Watch it. He says, to fill your house, is this what you gotta do? Proverbs 24 and verse 3. Watch what he said. He said, through wisdom is an house builded. And by understanding, it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Come on now. Amen, amen. Thank God for his word. We pray that you were blessed by the teaching on our podcast today. Please join us for online fellowship in our personal Zoom room. The access code is 931-432-8488. And the password is the number two. God bless you. We love you and hope to connect with you soon. Until then, continue to be about the Father's business.